Southeast Radio's morning mix. Chat, news, and your views. Good morning to you, David. Good morning, Alan. David, the situation with the capacity issues at A and E in the University Hospital Waterford is having a knock-on effect on both counties, and I'm sure the entire southeast. What is that effect? Well, I think in the first instance, there has to be a recognition that uh, the fire damage that was done in, in Wexford obviously has created additional pressures on the emergency department in Waterford. And in fairness to staff in both hospitals, they've stepped up to the mark and everything that could have been done and and is being done by uh, the staff on the ground is what you would expect. Uh, There has been some additional support from the HSE, so I know that some additional beds were put into Kilkenny Hospital, Kilcreen, and a number of private hospitals are being used as well. But undoubtedly, there are huge pressures on the emergency department in Waterford. We had a case yesterday of a 78-year-old woman who was diagnosed with cardiac issues, who was left waiting 24 hours on a chair uh, in the emergency department, and not even a trolley, but on, on a chair. And we're hearing many of these uh, stories. So obviously what we need to do is get to a place where we can reopen fully the services in Wexford. I spoke to the Chief Operations Officer for the HSE this morning, just in advance of this interview, and he tells me that about 60% of the services are, are reopened. Uh, the minor injuries unit and the medical assessment unit are open, or the local injury unit, and are opened in full by mid-July. Now, that's still some time away, um, but obviously patient safety has to come first. Uh, but that's the kind of time time frame that the HSE have in mind. Obviously, when that happens, that will ease the pressure uh, on uh, Waterford Hospital, but also obviously mean that uh, patients in Wexford won't have to travel and will have full access to the emergency department again. So we just uh, need to hope, I suppose, that that's done and that time frame of, of July is, is met and, that's, and those services are reopened again. Like, I know the reaction here in County Wexford about all of this. I'm, I'm wondering what's the reaction in County Wexford. What are you hearing from your constituents? Well, obviously, there's a frustration that people are waiting longer. I think there is a recognition that it's somewhat out of the hands of the, the management of the hospital in Waterford. Waterford has been, uh, for a long time, one of the better performing hospitals in terms of emergency departments. We haven't had patients on trolleys, although we have had instances of people still waiting long time periods on, on chairs. And, and for me, there's no difference between the two. In fact, it's probably worse to be sitting on a chair for that length of time. But, but there has been some extraordinary work done to speed up admission time to beds and to make sure that there was what's called a better patient flow. So obviously that has been uh, interrupted by the the disruption in in Wexford Hospital. And yes, there is a frustration that people are waiting longer. Uh, But there's also an acceptance that it's partly out of the hands of of the the healthcare professionals who are doing their best. Uh, There was a bit of frustration in the early days of, of a lack of additional supports coming from the HSE, but, but that has come uh, in terms of additional beds, as I said, in Kilkenny, Kilcreen, yeah. uh, and also some private hospitals, which have been used as well. But undoubtedly, there is a frustration that wait times are exceptionally high. And going to visit the emergency department at the moment is is very difficult for, for, for patients. Um, but we just have to manage the situation as best we can, Alan, over the next number of months and hope that that time frame of reopening services in, in Wexford 
is is met and that in the middle of July we can get to a point where the emergency department in Wexford is open again. Now, you know the way people think and the longer things go on, they wonder if something is going to be downgraded. You spoke to the Chief Operating Officer today prior to this interview. Did you at any stage get any feeling that Wexford would be downgraded by way of A&E or did you get the feeling that Wexford will return to its full capacity with regarding A&E? I don't think there's any prospect of any service in Wexford being downgraded. If that was the case, I would be in full opposition to it because we need Wexford Hospital to function uh, for the entire southeast. And and if it doesn't function, because we saw it, if you remember, with mental health services when they closed in in Wexford and additional pressures were put on the system and the hospital, the mental health unit in Waterford. Uh, So obviously any loss of a service even temporarily in one county in a region places an additional burden on hospitals elsewhere. I don't have any sense that there is any downgrading. In fact, the reverse, I think what we need to do is rebuild from the ashes uh, of the, the fire in Wexford and make sure that the new bed unit that was promised is built and that if anything I would be pushing for additional services for Wexford. Uh, my sense of it is from talking to the Minister for Health directly on this is that that's exactly what's being proposed. I know both the Taunishta and Taoiseach are on the record in the doll saying that the additional beds that were promised need to be put in place uh, and that full services need to be re- uh, resumed. So I can understand yeah. a suspicion from some when a service is, is temporarily closed, but because of the circumstances of the, of the temporary closure, because it was a fire, um, I think we have to see it for what it is um, and not read any more into it. Um, my sense of it is, uh, because I haven't heard anything to the contrary, that all services will fully resume. And I don't uh, know of any plans, and I don't believe there are, there are any plans to downgrade services in Wexford. Finally, uh, the cat lab situation in uh, Waterford and, of course, the link with Wexford. What is happening? Uh, I haven't spoken to Matt Shanahan about this, and to be fair, and I think you'll agree with me as well, he's one, along with yourself and many of the deputies that has been pushing this. It seems to have gone off the radar quite a lot at the moment because so much else has been happening, David. What is the position with cat lab, 24-hour service, etc.? What's happening? Well, I think that's an issue that you could write a book on in terms of how not to deliver a healthcare piece of infrastructure because this goes back to, if you remember, when John Halligan was a, a junior minister in, in a previous government and commitments were given to Oireachtas members for right across the southeast. I was involved in, I would say, dozens of meetings with a number of ministers for health to try and get this over the line. And here we are in uh, May 2023 and it still isn't fully operational. So it's quite amazing how long it took and it was a long struggle even to get the system to agree to a second catalog. So it is built. uh, It's not yet fully operational because there is uh, some recovery beds that have to be put in place. Uh, And I just couldn't believe a number of weeks ago when while the cat lab is now built and is ready to be opened, it can't be fully utilised because uh, the recovery beds weren't put in place. And that's just really a really good example of how not to deliver healthcare. You would have imagined that when they were building the cat lab that they would be putting in at the same time the additional staff that's needed, but also the beds to ensure that once it was built, it was then ready to open. Uh, unfortunately, that didn't happen. Um, so that's that's the, the the circumstance at the moment. The, the service has been extended from a nine to five service, uh, five days a week to an eight a.m. eight p.m. service, and that's going to be extended to a seven day a week uh, operation. 
Uh, obviously, the, the ultimate objective is to move to a 24 uh, 7 service so that all patients in the Southeast would have access to what's called PPCI or emergency cardiac services. But we're still a long way away from that, and the Minister for Health is very clear that uh, nothing will happen on that until the second review. There's a national review that has taken far too long and still hasn't reported to the Minister, but that will determine the level of emergency cardiac care. Southeast Radio's Morning Mix. Chat, news and your views. Alan Corcoran.